Uh, hey, uh, look, it's what if, and we don't walk with a limp. Find us in your local mall, eating bubba gum shrimp, buying half off. Ain't no high rollers, running down the aisles, jumping over strollers. Uh, this is what we're mixing, running through your mall, eating General Tso's chicken. I like Panda Express. I like to buy my shirts at Express. I like to move fast in the mall. I call that the Express. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three times, three times. Uh, all up in your real, real minds. Yeah. Riding rides at the Mall of America. It's so terrible. I wish it was a uh, Snoopy world again. Damn, what the fuck was it called back then? Uh, uh, wow. Camp Snoopy. Camp Snoopy. Snoopy. Now world. it's like Nickelodeon yeah, Universe or something. Or yeah. Lego Town. Or? No, Lego, Lego World is still there. It's now it's uh it is it's Nickelodeon Universe. Um, but there there definitely used to be like cooler shit with Camp Snoopy. The Peanuts mm. vibe was strong. The what vibe? I know you got you got to say a real <laughs> peanuts. What were you doing at the mall? Nuts. You got to hit that T real hard. Mm. Got to make sure you hit the nuts hard. Hit that T in the nuts hard. Hey oh, jeez. Da dun dun da dun dun. Hi. <laughs> I think that'll be long enough for our purposes. That I- that song, that freestyle. I'll just slow it way down, and like, well, there'll be some like DJ Screw shit. Ooh, chopped and screwed. Maybe. Happy Tuesday, Maybe. everybody. It might be. Or whenever you're listening to this, we don't we don't ascribe days to things. We're just floating <laughs> in the internet universe mm-hmm. on whatever day it may or may not be in your world. What's happening, man? Uh, I'm trying to talk about some music mysteries. Music mysteries are tight. For those of you who are relatively new to the show, this is a very good intersection for Spencer and I. True. Mysteries and music. As True. We, as we are uh, fans and creators of both. Do we create mysteries? Yeah, we create mysteries with this well, show. Well, we're about to. Da, da, dun, dun, dun. I think it's time for new. Um, I think it's just time for new mic stands, bro. Yeah, they're a little droopy. R.I.P. Little droopy. Got us through like 120 episodes. I was gonna say they it's time. They've served us well for a good two years of of uh, of mystery <laughs> and music. They're tired. They're tired. Don't blame. Holding up, holding up these mics for so long. Where um, where to begin? Well, where to begin would be why did why did Oh yeah. I'm fairly certain <laughs> off mic Spencer said, Hey, uh I wanna try something at the beginning of this show and I need you to do something for it. <laughs> Always a great start. And I was like, uh <laughs> also I brought it up in the context of it may or may not be a grift slash semi illegal. <laughs> so what I what I said the mysteries that we're gonna talk about today are they're good grifts, and I am always down for a good grift. I like a good hustle. I like a good scam. I don't like oh people. Boy, getting do I have one for you. Sick. I I don't like people getting like hurt by things, but I I just I respect good hustlers. There's mm-hmm. there's there's some element of like the effort that it takes to try to do something super ridiculous that I just and respect. Then actually, make it work. Yeah, and then making it work. I respect Dude. a good scam or a good grift or a good hustle. I was in, not to say that this is a scam, but more on the, the hustle side of things and the, the dedication to said hustle. Yes. I, when Dan and I were in LA last week, we went out to uh, <laughs> was, Venice for a minute. I was hoping that this was going to be Grammys related, something you didn't well, tell us about no, scamming I mean, it's, your it's, way into the Grammys. No, it's not Grammys related, but it's just, just a location related. Yes. Um, we went out to Venice and there was a dude on the Venice boardwalk selling... Trying to sell CDs. Oh, dude. Probably the same dude that's tried to sell them to me when I lived out there. Was he doing and, the whole hold the CD thing and then ask for five well, bucks afterwards? See, we didn't really get the the full uh, the full pitch, I don't think, okay. because about five seconds in, Dan was like, wait, do I know you? And it turns out that they went to MCTC together, no which is a community way. college here in Minneapolis. No way. So they went to community college like... 10 years ago together. Bro, small fucking world, And then man. dude was like, oh yeah, here, take this. My social media stuff is on there. You should hit me up because you make beats and I rap and blah, blah, blah. So we didn't, we didn't get the, the full pitch, but I was like, I just, I couldn't stop thinking afterwards. Like, is this dude, A, is he out here like every day doing this? Yeah, right, right. B, is he, is he selling enough of these to like at least break even on 
making them and like that's a lot of time dedicated to just and like maybe you know you don't have to pay yourself for your time obviously but like you got to make money at some point right and then like if he's not selling a bunch of them is the promotion worth it like does this visibility increase like are people streaming his music more are people coming out to see him perform live more and i just can't I couldn't see any of it really working, honestly. Yeah. But he was going for it. Yeah. There were dudes. And he was like, it was not a young man necessarily. He's probably like, you know, late 20s, maybe early 30s. Sure. There were. It was, I just hadn't seen it in so long. I I was like shocked that people were still doing that. And like, then it made me reconsider if that was somehow viable. What I'm doing. Well, (laughs) not not even that, but just like, am I missing something? Like, is he actually making this work somehow? Right. No, that's real. I, like I said, like there were, there were cats that were doing this when I was living out there. And it's like, it's often the same set of dudes. And I feel like it has, something has to be of value. Right. Because otherwise it wouldn't keep happening, especially with like the same cats. Like I would see the same cats out there. You know, you don't go down to the boardwalk for a a month and a half or two months or whatever. Same dudes out there, same stack of CDs, same pitch, great pitch, but same pitch. And I'm like, you're not, you're not going week to week or month to month doing this every day. If there, if there's not some return on investment, I don't know what it is to your point. It could be like less financial, more conceptual, more, you know, buzz, whatever. Yeah. But there's gotta be also promoting, you know, a show or promoting something else. And then if somebody happens to buy a CD, cool. Or like, are you really selling 40 CDs every day or something? When is the last time you intentionally bought a CD? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I honestly can't tell you. Yeah. I used to, like when they were first kind of being phased out, maybe like shit, almost 10 years ago now. Right. I would buy a lot of used CDs because it was cheaper than for like stuff I I need to have music on my computer for when I DJ. Yeah. And so for like older music or stuff that was available on CD used, yep. I could get a whole album for like two or three bucks. Right. Rip it instead of paying like 10 bucks on iTunes or even like if I was going to, you know, play more than one or two songs off of an album, it made sense. Right. And then... I stopped even doing that probably like, honestly, probably 10 years ago. Sure. I don't know. I can't even, I'm probably one of the last people that still actually buys MB3s. Where do you buy them from? You buy like Bandcamp? I buy stuff, or... I buy stuff off of iTunes and Bandcamp like pretty regularly do still. You? Yeah. I mean. There's still no good streaming DJ programs. That Yeah, that makes sense. And we've talked about this before, but like every time you go to a venue, you have to rely on Wi-Fi to be able to be a good streaming DJ. And that is highly suspect in a lot right. of places. Yeah, you, just, it, you can't count on it yet. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't buy music anymore. I mean, I pay for multiple different streaming services and I listen to a shitload of music, but I don't pay for like individual songs anymore. Yeah. So what are we doing? <laughs> okay. What's our what's our what's our grift? <laughs> so I got down this rabbit hole of um fake because we started we started out talking about when we were planning this episode, started talking about fake bands, essentially. Yes. Like bands that in some way don't exist but do at the same time. Yes, I think that, yeah, that's fair. But not like fictional bands, not like Spinal Tap or like whatever. No, these are, these are, I don't know how to describe it. No, I think you're, I think they're, um, I think so, it's more like a, a manufactured entity. Someone wants us to think these are real bands, but maybe they're not. Yes, and there are multiple different reasons behind uh, these entities wanting you to think they're real. Some are financial, some are fame, some are strange, <laughs> some yeah. are... Yeah. So there are, I came across a couple articles um, from late last year and earlier this year about um, Spotify accounts. People would, would be logging into their Spotify accounts 
and seeing, you know, especially at, I think it came out around the end of the year because people were getting their like, here's your top artists that you listen to and here's how many minutes you spent listening to this artist. And yep. you were in the top 5% of listeners for this band, all that kind of stuff that, yep. that Spotify was pushing out. For sure. And a lot of people were seeing those stats and saying, what the fuck? I don't even know who that band is. I've never listened to them uh, who who are these artists oh, that I listened to for 500 hours last year? Interesting. And they were probably just blaming it on Spotify's algorithm being like, your algorithm's fucked up or... And or they thought that their accounts had been hacked or that someone had, you know, like with a... Someone was sharing their account, essentially, it's like when without people, them knowing. It's like when people use your Netflix account and then you get, like, recommended for you, The Great British Bake Off. And I'm like, damn it, Spencer, get out of my <laughs> Netflix account. Exactly. Exactly. Why, why, why are you watching these sugar sugar cooking shows? I finished another season last night, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you start and finish another season no, last night? No, dude, it's, it's, okay. every season is 10 hours. I'm not that, hey, not man, that deep. Maybe, maybe I, you I just been, needed to have a very, very relaxed... Spencer Day, you know, <laughs> taking care of you. <laughs> no, it's been... Uh, I'm going to eat ice cream. <laughs> I'm going to take a bath, and I'm going to watch 10 straight hours no. of Great British Bake Off. Anyway, so people, uh, these bands were coming up on people's Spotify stats, and so people started looking them up to see, like, who is is this, you know, like, something that I didn't know I was listening to, or are they featured on some th- something, or, like, who, right. who are these bands? Right. One that was coming up a lot for people was this band called the Berg Bergenulo Five. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a jazz group. And people started digging in and finding out that this band did not appear to exist anywhere other than on Spotify. Like they had no social media presence. They weren't on other streaming services. You couldn't mm. buy their music anywhere. They didn't appear to be playing shows. Okay. Okay. They existed solely on Spotify. Interesting. And they had two albums. Um, one was called Sunshine Here, and one was called Hit It Now. And the te- <laughs> the, the cover, yeah, right? <laughs> Dude, Hit It Now is a very strong... Uh, the cover art was just white text on a black background. Oh, trying hard. Mm-hmm. Trying hard. Each album had 40 songs on it, all between one and two minutes long. And it's, I can't play it because A, legal reasons, and B, these things are no longer on Spotify. Uh, um, but So I haven't actually heard the music, but apparently they didn't have any, they didn't have like traditional song structures. It wasn't like a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, sort yeah, of structure yeah. or anything like that. It was just like one to two minutes of some some sort of music. And both albums had like... About sixty thousand plays on them for the whole all the songs on the album combined. Um, I song? think they're saying like an average of sixty thousand per song. Got it. Which doesn't seem like enough for it to be showing up in a bunch of people's stats. Um, sixty thousand streams is not that many these days. Well, but it's sixty thousand streams for forty songs for two albums. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, but they appeared to be like fake bands. No one could verify that this was a real group recording and releasing albums in the way that we usually think of artists doing that. And so Spotify took the, took their music down. Yes. The, so that rough calculation, 60,000 plays on average for 40 songs per album for two Six, albums. 60,000 times 80. Yeah, 60,000 times 80 is uh, 4.8 million. So, so they garnered if, a total of four to five million streams? Uh, yeah. like four, Across the two albums. Right. But if people were averaging somewhere around like 50 plays in their top songs for those songs. That's like 96,000 people. Or if it was 500, you listen to these songs 500 times or this band 500 times. Yeah. That's still like 10,000 people who would have listened to their stuff. I couldn't find specific stats on this stuff because it's been taken down. So I'm just relying on news articles and there weren't a ton of those either. But so I had one more question, which was 
at what point, I mean, we'll get into this with some of the other stories we're going to tell today too, but like at what point does Spotify go, this isn't real or this isn't music. We're going to take it down. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they have a, a fraud essentially department. Yeah. So somehow this must have triggered, you know, people talking about this must have triggered them going to manually. Cause they, I don't, there's no way they manually review every release that's on Spotify. They could, they couldn't possibly, and they right? work with so many third party providers right. that there's just no, there's no way. Right. Um, but this must have triggered someone from that department actually going and looking at and listening to and doing some research on these things and saying, yeah, this is not, I don't know what this is, but it's not the content that we want to provide. Yeah, this will... I think they basically have carte blanche to take anything down at any time. Yeah. yeah. This will come up later, but um, th they're not like public about the algorithms they use to identify this type of stuff um, or like manip stat manipulation or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um but a lot of people speculate that it's things like um, if your music shows up on relatively few playlists, total playlists, not just Spotify playlists, but just like people have added it to one. a yeah. playlist. Um, if it shows up on very few playlists, but has a lot of plays, because playlists are like the primary discovery mechanism on Spotify for people. For better or worse, yeah. For better or for worse. Um, so they know that that's a big like indicator if it's on a bunch of playlists and it gets a lot of plays that makes a lot of sense if it's on like two playlists but it's getting five million plays that's they're like where is all that attention coming and why aren't people adding it to playlists as they listen there are workarounds for that these days too though there are and i we, found a really great youtube video that i'm gonna okay cool. reference later <laughs> so um this is this information is coming from mostly a uh, a bbc article uh by jonathan griffin and so Spotify took it down and people, both the albums down and people are trying to figure out like, what is the point of what, A, what is the point of this type of music being on Spotify and B, uh, how is it getting there and how are they getting so many streams? Because while 60,000 is not like an insane number, you're not going to get 60,000 streams on random clips of music without promoting them, without having an actual following. Right. No one's stumbling across 60,000 streams on Spotify. No. Go ahead. One of the theories in this uh, article by Griffin for the BBC is that people may be accessing um, people's Spotify accounts and therefore Spotify playlists through something called access tokens, which was... Um, something that allows you to link your Facebook and Spotify accounts or log into Spotify via your Facebook account. Yep. And when there was a huge data breach uh, of roughly 50 million Facebook users last year, mm. that potentially opened up a lot of Spotify accounts to being hacked and or remotely accessed as well. Those access tokens are usually API related, which basically means like if you've offed a, another party to use that token it stores a token that allows it to talk back and forth to it so you can manipulate things back and forth between the two different applications if someone grabs that token and pulls it into a separate application they can do that same level of manipulation between two different applications potentially without you knowing it so the idea that they're proposing is that via these access tokens people were gaining access to user, actual users actual Spotify accounts and, and adding steering them and adding these songs to user generated playlists. Interesting. Which then also would look to Spotify like people were really listening to this music sure. because while you can't obviously add things to their uh curated editorial playlists or their algorithm based playlists they don't monitor what people are putting on individualized personalized playlists and some sure. of those user generated playlists still have thousands of listeners. Yeah, some of them even more. So that was fascinating to me in terms of like, A, who the fuck is making this music? Right. B, who is getting access to it and promoting it? And C, how is this actually worth it? Like, are they really getting enough money out of this to make it worth the time and effort and like 
maybe law breaking that's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely law breaking in like using other people's access tokens. If it doesn't belong yes. to you, like that's essentially impersonating someone else and hacking someone else's account to steer their like efforts towards your shit. So that's for sure illegal. Right. The part I'm less clear about is there are services like um, Streamify, I think is one of them. Yes. You familiar with that Streamify one? is one of them. The okay. other one is mymusicviral.com. Oh boy, that sounds... Sounds super legit, right? Streamify came up with like a, a cool name at least and tried to present like they're doing something legit. Oh yeah. Although their stock photos are fucking hilarious. <laughs> so Streamify offers, um, well here, whether you want to get more fans, boost sales, or just monitor your play counts, actually they say plays count, Sick. Streamify has the answers and insights you need to get your songs played more. I'm going to click on services on their website. Um, I have seen this same stock photo in oh. so many locations. Oh, he's so good, man. It's like, <laughs> it's this guy like kind of with a sultry lean on his bass guitar and like kind of staring into the, into the camera. Like he's like real serious about his music. He's wearing like a black sweater and like oh, black no, 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 glasses. No, that's, that's a black sport coat over a black turtleneck. Oh, oh buddy. Also, he has no facial hair save for the soul patch. And Bro. he's got at least a full bottle of gel in his hair. Bro, it's like it's like if James Bond was like uh was like born in like 1988 and grew up listening to Blink 182. <laughs> he looks like more of a Steve Vai kind of guy to me, but I don't, I don't even know who the fuck yeah, that is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a guitar reference for y'all. Um, so they offer Spotify plays. You can give them money, and they say in return they will get your music played yes. on Spotify. Yes, and they have tiers of of options for those plays. So what you're telling me is. We're going to take that snippet at the beginning of this episode and we're going to put a bunch of Streamify money behind it and see what happens? That's sort of the idea. Okay. So the tiers that they offer, 1,000 plays yes. for $5. Yes. 5,000 plays for $20. 10,000 plays for $40. 50,000 plays for $150. All the way up to 2 million plays for $2,250. $2,250 for 2 million plays. There's no there's no conceivable way that you get you ever get your return on that investment because that's such an astronomical number that Spotify would have to catch that before you even got that many. So I think in an effort to counteract that, they let you select the amount of time over which those plays will be quote unquote delivered. Got it. Anywhere from 1 day <laughs> Up to 180 days. So a day up to six months. If I click on 2 million, the shortest amount of time they will deliver that in is 30 days. Got it. So I could give them $2,250, and in the next month, they guarantee, <laughs> apparently, 2 million plays on a song of my choice. It also does not have to be your own song. That's crazy to me. I can just type in an artist... It'll pull up their catalog. I can select a song, and if I give them money, they will somehow deliver plays to it. That's crazy to me because I think, like, like you could totally screw over somebody else. Yeah, is there anybody whose music you want taken down? Right? <laughs> we could do it for about two grand. <laughs> well, so this is actually, I, I read a really interesting article in uh, in Verge this year. Um, it's It was called... Uh, Dirty Dealing in the $175 billion Amazon Marketplace. Mm. And it's all about how competitors with products that go head-to-head -head against each other will actually buy fake positive reviews oh, for, sure. for their competitors. There's no—I mean, if you've ever read those— there's no way that they're all written by actual human beings who have used those products. But the but the difference is instead of buying them for themselves, they're buying them for their competitors so that they trigger Amazon's Damn, that's fucked up. Amazon's algorithm and then they think that they're buying for themselves and then get their competitors' products taken down. Damn. 
So I mean, I don't the, know what the ben- there would be no benefit in this scenario to doing that because you're not competing directly with anyone. But that's crazy. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are some musicians out there who, you know, say you're like part of a specific scene or something like that. If you could knock out 10 of your competitors. I'm sure there are people who feel that way. I don't think that's real. I don't think someone else is costing you money by existing. No, not that's like no, 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 not costing you money by existing. But imagine imagine you are every 10th song on an EDM playlist. And if you can knock three or four of the artists off of that playlist, then you're every fourth song. Does that make you more money? I don't know. There are people you're, that you're I spending, think are willing to try You're that. spending so much to do it, though. Well. So what I got to was trying to figure out what the actual return, but just the monetary return on this investment would be. You for sure lose money. You don't. So I, I went into my own uh, Spotify's and Tune, Spotify and TuneCore accounts. Go listen to Big Cats, motherfuckers. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> just to figure out how much I was getting paid per stream on Spotify over the, the last, I don't know, like, I think I looked at either six months or a year or something. Let me, can I quote the, like, the industry standard for Spotify and sure. see if it matches? Sure. Most places say it's point zero 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 four cents. Yeah, it came out to stream. Came out to point zero zero four three five for me. So maybe I added one too many zeros. Point zero zero four. Four ten between four and five tenths of a cent per play. Hundredths of a cent? Tenths of a cent. Tenths of a cent. Thousandths of a dollar. Okay. So yeah. Basically, I look for whatever time period I was looking at. It was about ten thousand plays that came out to about fifty dollars. Got it. So, oh, and the and the hundred the fifty thousand one pays out or costs how much? So I I made a chart, Ryan, Sick. and I did some math. Sick. I did. We should tweet math it. <laughs> show prep today in prepping for this podcast, which I don't always do to begin with. <laughs> I also did math and made a chart. Yeah, we're going to frame it. We're going to put it on the fridge. Oh, we should have a studio fridge, dude. Yeah. Why not? There's some room in that corner over there. We got a little little mini fridge. Trying to run up my electricity bill, though. Well. So much shit in this room already. That's true. You are running a lot of- We're going to run extension cords to the basement if we're going to do that. You are running a significant (laughs) amount of electrical devices out of this room. That's true. Okay. So if we were using Streamify- Yes. One Hypothetically th- speaking. <laughs> Whatever. It's a re- I mean, anyone else can go access this information. It's on their website. True. This is on them. Um, 1,000 streams costs $5 on Streamify. Spotify would pay you out $4.35. So you would, your net return would be negative 13% of yep. your investment. Yep. Not great. Uh, twenty thousand or five thousand plays, which is their next tier, cost twenty dollars. Spotify would pay you out twenty one seventy five for those same streams. You make a dollar seventy five. Make a dollar seventy five, or nine percent back, roughly. Uh, ten thousand streams is forty dollars. So, same percentage return, you'd make three fifty. A hundred thousand streams cost two hundred dollars. Yes. Spotify will pay you $435 for those 100,000 streams. Yes. You're now making $235 or 217% return. Hmm. 200,000 plays will cost you $300. Spotify will pay you $870 for those same 200,000 streams. Hmm. So you'd be making $570 or 290% of your investment. For a million plays... Streamify will charge you $1,250 and Spotify will pay you $4,350. So you're making uh, $3,100 or 348% of your investment. For 2 million plays, it'll cost you $2,250. You will be paid from Spotify $8,700 for a profit of... Six thousand four hundred and fifty dollars or three hundred and eighty seven percent of your investment. People have killed for significantly lower ROIs. Three hundred and eighty seven percent is pretty damn good. 
I fuck nine percent is pretty good. Yes, nine percent is pretty good. Okay. <laughs> also, they jump from nine percent to two hundred and seventeen percent. Is their next tier? I have two very important questions. Yes, I'd love to hear them. If they, if this is a viable, if this is not just an entire scam where they are just straight up taking your money and not giving you the plays, mm-hmm. if it's not that. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing this when they could straight up just be like putting songs on Spotify, putting whatever mechanism they have on behind them and making way more money than Well, cuz you have to generate the music. You have to have music to promote. Yeah, but like you could go to you could go to f- free Creative Commons music websites, straight up download those songs, put them on Spotify and put money behind them. Yes. Like that's a thing that well, that's what they did in the Bulgaria case that we'll talk about later, but like that's sincerely what you could do. There are Creative Commons websites out there where yeah. people who make music that is literally yours to do anything you want with. There's AI generated music these days. There is also AI generated music. You could crank out literally endless amounts of music in a endless amount of styles and put a thousand dollars behind each song and make three thousand dollars a day. Yes. <laughs> well, guys, it's been a really fun <laughs> run here at the What If Podcast. <laughs> Uh, so what am I, what am I missing? We didn't aside realize, from this probably being illegal. Look, guys, it took us 120 episodes to get to our <laughs> new business. Uh, so thanks for helping us get here together. We out of here. We'll be sharing our new tunes, quote unquote tunes, with you all uh, through our methods. Um, is is it just think- that this is super illegal, and or if you're doing this consistently, Spotify will take down your music? Like, is this a one-time thing? So, okay, one of the things I'm curious about, doesn't Streamify say it's real listeners? They do. But that could apply loosely to the scenario we were talking about where it's getting added to real people's playlists. Sure. Just not by them. (laughs) Sure. But that would still require them actually listening to it or it getting played in order to get paid out on those streams, right? Which, yeah, so the YouTube video that I referenced earlier was for, there's all kinds of Spotify bot players that are available for download. Sick. Or you can straight up, like, put in a Spotify link to a song, and you can actually, like, upload a, a, a CSV of, like, different Spotify accounts with, like, names and passwords and shit. And then you can say, like, how much of the song do you want to be played? Do you want it to come through a proxy so it looks like the IPs are distributed? Do you want it to be added to favorites Jeez. or a playlist? You can check all these boxes, and then you set this thing to go, and it goes and opens up Spotify web players for different accounts and different browser windows for you, and then plays the song or <laughs> playlist that you choose on repeat. Fuck. It's crazy, man. These- Is that illegal? Okay, so here's what I don't understand about whether or not it's illegal. Are you technically in Spotify's like uh, like terms and conditions? Are you doing anything illegal? Because technically you're playing I'm, the music. I'm sure you're somehow breaking their terms, but that's not the same as breaking the law. Also their true. only recourse would be to boot you. Yeah, which who cares? Right, because you can go start another account yeah. tomorrow if you want. Right. Um. Another question that I have that I don't fully understand is how does this apply with free accounts? Uh, what do you mean? Like if I'm not a Spotify premium user, if yeah. I'm a free user and I go like play a bunch of a song, is that stream worth the same amount of money? Yeah. Is it just because I'm hearing ads in between and that's right. where the money comes from? By, yeah. Okay. Giving you advertising. Got it. Um, is it fraud? Are you defrauding them of money? Is that why it's illegal? Maybe. The first reference I've seen to Streamify is like from 2000, like early 2017. If that, if this was illegal, would they not have been shut down by whatever country they exist in multiple times? I would assume so. I would assume Spotify with but, all of their money would be like pretty unhappy that a service like this exists. So... I'm looking at uh, Streamify's FAQ right now on their website. First question is, how are you distributing plays? (laughs) Great question. I'd want to know too. Uh, They're in touch with their audience at least. Yes. They say, quote, Spotify tracks 
Spotify track plays are sent to our huge partner list that includes music promoters, DJs, online radio stations, playlists, they're, they're typing, Type. and various other parties. That's a little suspicious. We provide them only the Spotify URI of the tracks you give us. We do not provide partners with any information about who has requested those plays. You're answering questions I didn't ask, which is always suspicious. We have preemptively <laughs> absolved you of guilt. Right. Congratulations. Um, next question. Are plays guaranteed? And it says, yes, slash, do you have a money-back guarantee? Yes. Should you receive, you should receive all plays in a maximum of five days after your order is complete. If you have not received at least that number of plays, we will refund you 100% of your order. Hmm. I wonder, though, if they, um, if, if you get your music booted because of it, if they feel, if they go like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't like... That doesn't oh, concern does, us. Yeah, does that apply if right. yeah, if your music gets taken down? Probably not, because then they can't provide those plays. Yeah. So my question is, or one of my questions is, in the first example we gave, they concluded, Spotify concluded that that was not a real artist, right? And that that seemed to be the rationale for removing that stuff is the Burgle in five or yeah, whatever the Ber- Berg yeah. Burgermeister, Meister Burger. Yes. Um, They didn't seem to be a real band. And so it was apparent that someone was running some sort of scam, even if they couldn't determine how or why this wasn't a real band who was putting up real albums. Right. What if you are? What if I'm a real band that plays shows and has a social media presence and releases albums on a regular cycle and promotes them and all that stuff that bands do? Yep. And I'm paying Streamify to give me maybe fake streams. Yeah. Do, I mean, do they have a way of proving where individual streams are coming from and whether or not it's people actually trying to listen to my band? Yeah. So I would imagine, well, I, I would imagine two things. One, I would imagine their algorithms are for sure identifying the IP address of the listens that are happening. So if there's mm-hmm. randomly out of nowhere a spike in the listens for a band from Croatia and you know all kinds of like Eastern European countries where normally you have none where normally you have none that's probably a big red flag for them and then another one I would say is probably uh, the algorithm is probably also detecting like um, if if these specific accounts Right, because I mean, how, whatever whatever they're sending to various other partners, if those are just like tokened accounts, which it sounds like they probably are, right? They're probably not banning the listening accounts, but they're banning the musicians' accounts, right? I don't know. I would imagine that's the I, case. I, that's that's fucked up too, though, because you can do this with anyone's music, right? So I could go put. We I could go, go give send, Drake. <laughs> we could go give Drake three more million plays on some old song. Or like we were talking about earlier, I could go give you a million plays on one of your songs. Yeah, your shit gets flagged and taken down, and you would legitimately have no idea why or How what happened. Or why. You would just get an email from Spotify, or maybe not. You would get a tweet from a, a listener saying, "Why isn't your shit on Spotify anymore? Right. I can't find it." Right. Which seems super dicey. Like that's a super dicey. It also doesn't solve the problem at all. No, Which, it does nothing to prevent Streamify from making money off of this, and uh, in theory or hypothetically, bans from making money off of this. Right. Before I know you have stuff you want to get to, and we've been at this for forty minutes. But Dude, before we, we move might on, have to, well, we'll do, we'll do part two. I think in the because there's a lot to talk about. We'll do we'll do stuff in the Patreon this week. Hey, uh really quickly while we're talking about it. Oh no, go before we move on. Then I'll talk about the Patreon. I just have one last thing to wrap this yeah, up do because it. I want to release the, the minute it has to at least be a minute, so I'll slow it down and chop it or whatever. Streamify won't let you promote songs that are less than a minute. Okay. Uh the the freestyle from the beginning of the episode. What's our what's our band name? Oh my god. And dude. what's and what's the song name? First of all, and how much are we spending on this? <laughs> first of all, okay, three all, three parter. All very important things. I think I know the song name. Uh, we have said add it to the list on this show seven thousand times, and we have never actually added band names to the list. But there is no list. There's Sorry, not an guys. actual list. 
Dude, Unless you know one of be, you is keeping it whenever we say put it on the list. God, That's that an instruction. Be, that would be incredible if somebody just hopped on the subreddit and was like, I made the list. <laughs> it's just all the times we said put it on the list. The phrase is not, I'll add it to the list. Yeah. It, I'm I'm instructing someone else <laughs> to put it on the list. It's just a cosmic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dear universe, put that on the list. Um, the song should be called Mall Raps, right? Yes. Okay. As, as in a play on Mall Rats. Oh, sure. Was that not I what just, you were going for? I don't know. I just thought you were rapping about the mall. I did rap about the All mall, right, cool. but also mall raps, mall rats. Have you seen it? Yes. Uh, cool. I have. I, I've never have. Um, Shot here in sunny oh, Minnesota. Right. Is it Southdale? Eden Prairie Mall. Eden Prairie Mall. Yep. Mm. Um, so you got it. That's how you have to stylize it. It's M-A-L-L, no space, R-A-P-S. Got it. Um, artist name. Oh, boy. We've had so many. I mean, the first thing that jumps out at me is Robot Grandma. Yeah, it's just about whether or not we want to use that at another point. All right, let's do Robot Grandma. But this shit's going to get taken down anyway. It's got to <laughs> be, right? This doesn't preclude us from using that in the future. I do also think, for what it's worth, that we should have uh, we should have an artist account for the What If podcast, and we should just retroactively go back and chalk out, chunk out all of our freestyles and like beats and stuff that we've put on the show and just put those up on Spotify. And, like, little five-second things that Mason has done? Yeah, exactly. Okay, artist, Robot Grandma, song, mall raps. What's our budget? So... I'm actually curious. I'm more curious if we can uh, if we can go under the radar than we than if we like right like really blow it out of the water. No, no, no. I, I think some well for a variety of reasons. I think somewhere <laughs> in the middle of this is going to be best for us. <laughs> and because I'm not trying to spend like two, three grand, twelve hundred dollars, yeah. but B because I think we have a better chance of it not getting taken down, especially since we're telling thousands of you about our idea <laughs> to do this right now. <laughs> And exactly oh, how we're going to do it and wait, where and for how much money. Wait, you know, what we do is next time when it's live on Spotify, we just say to the thousands and thousands well, of you listening, hey, guys, go add this to your Spotify playlist. That's, that's the other part of the game. Yes. As, yes. Then, we're we're going to have an update as soon as it's live. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, so 10,000 plays is $40. Okay. Then it's a big jump to 50,000 plays is 150 bucks to me 10,000 feels like the sweet spot i'm, I'm 40, good with that 40 commitment let's probably do that. fly under the radar let's do that we can get you guys a couple weeks from now to legitimize us and like actually go play the stupid song a couple times i think you know what might be really funny is to just do 10,000 streams a month until until they take it down. <laughs> <Like> Patreon.com <laughs> slash what slash if podcast. What if, yeah. Like until just keep doing it until they're like, this is bullshit. And then they take it down. <laughs> what if that's like years from now and we just created a monster? Well, wait, I mean, how it, much do it we will make? be a fascinating journalistic experiment for us to see. Uh, we're only making three dollars and fifty cents off of our investment. Right. For this so it, one. but the cool part is it essentially pays for itself. And if we're doing anything every Ill- time, and if we're doing anything illegal, at least it's only three dollars at a time. Yeah, we're, they're, <laughs> they're going to boot us and be like, "Oh, you conned us for a grand total of thirty-six dollars <laughs> over the course of a year." Sorry, it was a journalistic experiment. Here's your right. forty-dollar bill back. Right. Okay. So our budget is forty dollars for ten thousand plays. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. And I think we spread it out over thirty days. Okay. Um, let me make sure that that is an option. I'm pretty sure it is because I 10, actually 10,000 plays. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Over a month. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the move. Okay. And then we just do that at the top of every month <laughs> and we see how long mall raps by robot grandma do we... <laughs> is alive on Spotify. So we do it with the same song rather than making a new one each month. I mean, yeah, if yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's, if it's that's way up more fun. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It's if it gets like, taken down, do we make a new one? I think so. Okay, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I um, it reminds me of there was a comedian, um, Joe. Uh, what's his name? Joe Rogan. Man- nope. <laughs> Joe Mandy. I don't know. I think it's Joe Mandy. Uh, who 
he basically did a similar version of this, but with one of those services where you can buy Twitter followers. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, I'm going to have 2 million Twitter <laughs> followers. And just every month he would spend like $100 on adding like 50,000 Twitter <laughs> followers to his account. To his own actual account. To his own actual account. Oh, and Lord. told everybody that he was oh, doing Lord. it while he was doing it just to see. Does this guy still have a Twitter account? And does he have like a billion he followers? Does. It is Joe Mandy, by the way. How many followers does he have? Um, 68 million. That'd be pretty funny. Has, uh, he, has he been indicted in the Russia probe yet? 577,000. So they definitely must have stripped they, they away all his, the, all his fake followers. I don't know. Maybe, he's, maybe he started with like 10 real followers. I guess that's true. Um, all right. I okay. like this experiment. Robot Grandma, Mall Raps, $40 for 10,000 plays spread out over 30 days. We got to make some art for it. Hey, those of you that joined us on the fund your fuckery level, hey you're welcome. We're, yeah. We are providing some extreme fuckery. We should we should speak to that quick. Uh, Patreon.com slash what if podcast. We do I, I two did, episodes a week, every you, week. Didn't we already do that? I thought we just said that. No? You said the you said oh, Patreon, okay. but you. I'm just trying to tell everybody, for those got of you it, who are it, new and it. joining us, uh, you can get an additional episode every week. Uh, this is a three episode. We also do a paid episode. Uh, big thanks to all the folks that keep joining. And um, yeah, we we this is what we do. We'll do dumb shit with your money. <laughs> with that. And, and also we'll, give you an extra episode. And we'll tell you all about it and mm-hmm. document our findings as journalists, damn it. <laughs> true, <laughs> tried and true journalists. I apologize. Um, speaking of the Patreon, we're going to have to carry over some of today's episode onto the Patreon, right? Because I feel like there's so much more to talk about. Sure. We, we got some time. What do you got? Well, so the the story that I feel like makes the most sense to tell right now, because it's so related to uh, the one that you told, is the uh, the Bulgarian Spotify hackers who made estimates are roughly a million dollars last year. Yikes. Uh, hacking the system and also potentially didn't do anything illegal in the process. That is my dream for us. <laughs> that could be us. And we could do so many stupid things with that million dollars. This could and tell you guys all about it on a weekly basis. This could be us. And we would sound so good. Oh man, we would sound so good. We would be the butteriest assholes this side oh, of the Mississippi. Jesus Christ, bro. You can't say those two words next to each other. You know what? You're right. God damn. You're right. We would have the Did fuck, you no, this fuck, no, fuck no, fuck no, fuck no. Couldn't even control myself. I hit too many buttons. So many buttons. <laughs> Fingers are too buttery, bud. Oh, oh. Hey. Okay. There you go. There you go. Um, Anyway, what about these hackers who made a million dollars semi legally? Here's here's what we don't know. So there's this uh, there's this great Daily Mail article about this. uh, The title is by Tim Collins, and the title is "The Incredible Spotify Scam That Created a Millionaire." Bulgarian playlist maker uses bots to legally swindle the site's payout system and make a fortune. Swindle. Isn't that awesome? It's a great <laughs> legally swindle. It's a great, uh, great way to say it. Um, so here's what they did. They, and this is why I think this version of this might be legal. So they took their own money mm-hmm. and set up 1,200 paying Spotify accounts. Okay. So Spotify premium accounts Yeah. at $9.99 a month. That's $12,000 a month, mm-hmm. which is like, that's a shitload of money. That's a big, that, that's a big a little more front. than we're willing to invest. Yes, we yeah. are. We are on the way other side of mm-hmm. that. Um, so they set up 12,000 paying Spotify accounts. They then uploaded uh, what we think is roughly a total of 400 to like 500 tracks to Spotify, all of which were less than a minute long. And they put okay. them onto a playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are also down off of Spotify now, so we can't listen to them. But uh, we think what they were was just, like I was saying earlier, Creative Commons music, where for those of you who know Creative Commons stuff, a lot of those songs aren't full, like three and a half minute songs. They don't there's, have lyrics. There's like free instrumental music. There, I mean, there's a shitload of copyright free music available on the internet and a lot of it is like most of it is pretty crappy there are some that's decent but a lot of it is just it doesn't matter though right midi whatever yeah Yeah, it doesn't matter it just needs to like look relatively song like Mm -hmm. in in nature 
Um, I'm I'm reading off this Daily Mail article. I'm also uh, I'm also pulling from this guy named Tim Ingham. I think is his name In- Ingham Ingham. Okay. Uh, wrote a really awesome article about this in. Uh, oh shit! Let me pull it up really quick. Um, damn it! That could be another angle for us. Just make a bunch of really shitty. Not, I mean, you know, whatever. Some of it could be shitty. Some of it could not. Uh, like royalty-free, copyright-free music, and just see where it travels in the yeah. inter- the universe, or just put it on some you know whatever some Squarespace site and let people license it for like five bucks a pop or something. That's a great idea. We should do that. Would you got if we made spooky spooky backtracks for you guys? Would I'll you- figure out a way to like make some MIDI templates that we can just drop various Ooh. you know sounds and samples and stuff into and then i'll freestyle over all i don't think that would be quite as valuable (laughs) honestly people will pay me for my raps not quite as versatile if you're rapping about the mall of america on top of it Mm, you got a good point there (laughs) higher value for bubba gump true lower value for the average person i'll rap about ghosts on some of them though that'll be for your ghost blog for my ghost blog uh tim's article is in uh it's it's called music music business worldwide um which is like a big music business blog oh thanks for clarifying what that blog is about you're welcome <laughs> if we were not clear <laughs> i wasn't sure um wait what it's about music what uh business oh so like money and like how people make it yeah including bulgarian scammers <laughs> okay um so the the vast majority of the sub one minute songs that uh this artist uploaded were uh just over 30 seconds, which if you don't know, that's the trigger point for when Spotify actually plays, uh, or excuse me, counts a a listen or a play. Yeah. And that's when, that's also the barometer for when they pay out because it means someone listens to the song. Got it. I'm pretty sure there's a similar, um, there's a similar thing with like, you know, when you get a YouTube ad, if you skip the ad, the advertiser is isn't charged, yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you if you watch a certain amount of it, it counts as same thing for play counts and stuff. Yeah, right, right. Um, so uh, the the one the one playlist they made total was four hundred sixty seven songs. Called the playlist is called Soulful Music. Uh, each song, the average song was forty three seconds long. Okay, S- they used a bot or a software of some kind to have all 12,000 of these accounts that they created paid for with their own money. Wait. To go... 1,200, right? 1,200, sorry. Okay. 1,200 accounts to go play soulful music, the entirety of the 467-song playlist, on repeat. Just front to back, 24 hours a day? 24-7, 365. Okay. So you said the average length was 40 some seconds, 43 seconds, but often the bot was, uh, they think the bot was skipping right at like the 32 second mark. That would make sense to make it, to take advantage of the time. So I'm going to, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to use Tim Ingham's math here to help this, help this, uh, you can do your own calculations, Ryan did not do my own calculations. No, none of the charts present in today's episode (laughs) belong to me. Uh, there are 86,400 seconds in a day. Okay, so you divide by 30. So Tim writes, the potential amount of total listens that a single individual premium Spotify account could rack up within this playlist across a 30-day month if they were playing those songs continually 24 hours a day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. would be just over 60,000. Per user, per month. One person could play four hundred those 467 yeah. songs a total of, not per song, a cumulative total of 60,000 times. Okay, and then there were 1,200 of those accounts? 60,000 monetized tracks across 1,200 premium accounts yep. in the same month period. Yep. And that's out to a total of 72 million Spotify plays. Yep. Per month. Per month. For a cost of, well... 0.004 cents per... No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how much money they were... was going out every month to make that happen. $12,000. Yeah, but like, where are these? You you have machines that are playing these things, sure, right? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they're in a space that 
you probably have to have you must rent or many computers going to make this happen. And then you have electricity and things associated with that. Sure. But yeah. Okay. I mean, call it, let's call it, let's say, I mean, the other thing is if you're going to do it for multiple months, if you buy all the computers up front, you're just paying electricity after you'd have the upfront investment. If you have a space. Yeah. Let's call, I mean, call it an additional, what, 20, 30 grand a month. Yeah. Electricity, machines, There's rental space, whatever. 30 you want to grand call it. a month, maybe. So let's say, let's say all told, $40,000 a month is what they're spending to make this thing happen. Okay. For seven, 72 million streams per For month? For 72 million streams. Now well, that's we're definitely coming out ahead. That's if the that's if the songs were played to their full average length of 43 seconds. If they did have a, a okay, so if the mm. songs were played all the way through, Spotify was paying out $288,000 a month to them. Damn. So that's a net profit that's a of better ROI than Streamify, <laughs> right? That's a net profit of 240,000 some dollars. Um if they were using a bot to skip tracks at that uh, 32nd-ish mark. This is still from Tim Ingham, Ingham's math, by the way. Uh, you would be able to fit 103 million plays per month across the 1,200 premium accounts every 30 days, which would net out to $415,000 a month. And 350, 360 of that is probably profit? Right. And God damn. So here's the here's the thing that Tim writes in his article. How'd they that only I find, make a million off of this? <laughs> so, well, so here's the thing that Tim writes that I think is super fascinating. He says, we don't know how many playlists these guys had. This is just one of the ones that came to, like, rose to the top because they were pumping so many plays into the playlist that it actually shot up to be, like, the third most listened to playlist on all of Spotify for a couple different countries. And apparently Spotify actually passes out like industry level data to music labels. Yeah. So they send out a report to the music execs. I'm sure it's a list of thousands of email addresses that get it every month. And somebody was like, soulful music. Oh, like I'm going to go poke around, starts listening to it. It's like, what the, like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Like it's, not this is neither soulful nor music. Yeah. I mean, it might have been all music, but it might not have been very soulful, and it probably was not, extremely confusing. Yeah. Alerted Spotify to it, and that's when Spotify came down, figured out what was happening, and shut it off. But if even if they had multiple playlists, I mean, it's not like other people were listening to these probably, or very few at least, because it wouldn't have been listenable. Well, so what they think, though, was they were because it rose up so high in the most listened to playlist that it was actually getting recommended to people, even though the music wasn't good. So but there were, just if, even if it's getting recommended, people aren't going to, you're not going to follow that playlist. You're not going to listen through it. I mean, maybe people no. would listen to a couple of them before they figured out this is not something I want to listen to. Sure. But I think the hypothesis is if they were getting 103 million plays a month, just off of their bots, if they had triggered one for one, one extra listen for one recommended person for each one of their manufactured plays. That seems high to me, but yeah. Maybe. I'm, I'm I mean, sure even, there was some. Yeah. Even one in four, you're still adding another hundred grand to your yeah, to your profit for, a yeah, month. Yeah, for sure. For one just for one, you know, additional play. Do we know how long this lasted? We don't. Again, this stuff has been taken I mean, I down, so we don't know the artists. We don't really know how long the Soulful playlist was up there. If they we, only made a million, I guess we could estimate it was about three months. Well, we don't know how much they made. We know we know that uh, Tim had a source that said he believed the the Soulful Music playlist was uh, was on Spotify for four months. Okay. So you can say, based on those million, estimates... Yeah. Probably at least a million dollars, if not closer to two. We don't know how many people were involved with this either, though, right? We don't, no. We don't. I mean, I would imagine it takes a relatively sizable pool of, like, hackers or developers. or. Does it? I mean, not sizable, but, like, a handful of guys at least. I, I wonder, though, how are you, how are you making that many different accounts? How do you go about making 1,200 accounts? Um, that's a great question. Especially if one person or one group is paying for all of them. 
that would have to be suspicious on the front end, I would think. That you're saying like that the same card would be attached to so many accounts or... However you're doing it, yeah. Because, yeah, how else would you be doing it? I mean, you can't... You have to have a card associated because it's a recurring bill. Right. And you don't have... I mean, there's no way you open 1,200 credit card accounts. Right. That would be almost impossible. I wonder if if you set up a corporation, if you can have... Mm. A larger number of like corporate accounts or something. Sure. You know, and then they all run through one main bank account somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that could do it. I don't know how they, how they do that stuff. The other thing that I'm curious about is, do we know that all 1200 of them were paying accounts? Because I, I haven't found anywhere free accounts because then you don't need a card for any of them. Well, but then you're drastically reducing the amount of time. That you can spend listening. For sure, but also you're not paying anything up front and you don't have to go through all the hassle of setting up the accounts. Well, you still have to set up the accounts. You're just not getting billed for them. Yeah, but it's significantly less hassle to to have to attach a credit card to each single one of them. Maybe. I mean, not if they allow hundreds of accounts on one larger account. Yeah. Or from one bank account or credit account. My guess would be... You can run like script bots that will, it'll look for field and input like corresponding text to do that. My guess is they created a CSV sheet of first name, last name, email, address, billing address, uh, card number, expiration date, whatever. And they just ran a script bot on Spotify's website for. 50 days or 100 days or whatever and just created 10, 12 accounts without even touching it every single day. But for whom and with what cards? What do you mean? I'm saying what? who is... I'm imagining all the accounts were straight up fake. You just make fake email addresses. You make f- everything what, is fake. What payment is attached to those? Well, that's the question. I mean, we don't yeah. know. It's probably something like you said. It's either a corporate card or maybe they had, you know, maybe they had 30 credit cards and there was, you know, 30, whatever, 50 accounts per card. I guess we don't know. Since we don't know who was doing it, we don't know how concerned with doing this legally they were either. Right. Huh. Right. The, The thing that I find really fascinating, though, is like, if you're paying for the account, Mm-hmm. There is no rule against playing music nonstop. Like you can, like Spotify can't tell you not to play music twenty four seven, three sixty five with no, their service. No, I'm, I'm sure there's something in their terms that say that says essentially we can terminate your account for any reason at any time. Right. So obviously they invoked that. Right. I, I can't imagine you're doing anything illegal. That's and that's kind of like what everyone around this story was so like, like, wow. <laughs> about I mean, the, because the only part I could see being illegal is if you're using false, uh, names and addresses and, and information to create the accounts, you might get into some gray area slash illegal area there. But even that though, like how many times have you, like when you go to create an account on a website, you don't want it to be like, you know, Oh, I don't want this to go to my, X email, so I'm just gonna like, you know, I have three different emails I use for like different types of things, and yeah, I, mean, I don't I'm, know. I'm I'm far from a lawyer. I'm just thinking if that's then associated with making a million dollars, maybe it's different. Yeah, <laughs> rather suppose. than like I have a spam email account. Right, you know, that's obviously right. different than manufacturing. I am a, I am a business making three hundred grand a month. Right, manufacturing twelve hundred fake accounts. Yeah. Strictly for profit from one specific other business. Right. Like that may venture into fraud territory. Right. I don't know. I think the interesting question around this and maybe our fucking journalistic. Can we recreate it? Well, our journalistic (laughs) experiment is going to. What are you doing tomorrow, bud? (laughs) Our journalistic experiment is going to to net this out. But uh, what Tim and a couple other people have hypothesized was. It's a distinct possibility that if they hadn't been so uh, gumptuous with their, we're going to be, we're going to like pump so many plays into this playlist every month that it's going to raise. Or just put some real music in it. 
that too. I mean, obviously that diminishes the, well, I don't know. What if you just put real songs in there? Obviously you have to get them from somewhere. Yeah. But like you could have done the same thing and instead of calling it soul music, called it like ambient or like chill out or something. Sure. And put a bunch of just like totally ambient soundscape shit in there that I'm sure you can find just as easily. Yes. And wrote the script to skip after 31 seconds. Yes. So the songs could look a normal length. They could fit the the description of the playlist. They would still be doing it. Right. And then, and then don't pump a hundred million listens or of do. It. And no one's, I mean, they only got caught because someone actually started going through it and saying like, Oh, this is not what it says. It is. Something is fishy. I mean, yes and no. I think there's also, there's also the risks of do the artists have listens coming from other places? Do they have monthly listeners that are coming from other places? Do they have, are they getting added to other playlists in other locations? Like there are other, I think like barometers for whether or not something is legit or not that I'm sure Spotify taps into. But again, it would have taken a lot longer at the very least though. For sure it would have. And I guess my additional question is, would you hit any of those barometers? If I think you, you would, were, man, if you scaled it down by half or by less than half, like this leads me to think though, that some, they knew some aspect of what they were doing was either illegal or like, borderline like we're gonna max this out quickly and just take a paycheck and roll yeah, for as long as it rather lasts. than like we don't want to do this for three years we want to do this for three months and be out yeah i mean i guess yeah and the the other thing too is like a lot of this data we don't actually know for sure when they started we know this specific True. playlist soulful music yeah, yeah, yeah. was up for like three to four months they so who knows doing it somewhere else <laughs> dude real talk like yeah. a bunch of people are hypothesizing maybe they had a bunch of smaller playlists that they were doing this same shit with with different accounts like maybe ariana grande is not a real person maybe ariana grande is a total robot and maybe those all 20 million streams a day are going to someone in bulgaria <laughs> who who is just living large in their warehouse of computers. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, we love y'all. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, it's 612-246-4614. If you want to send us an email, it's hi, whatifpodcast.com. Uh, this week on the Patreon, uh, we're going to talk more about this because we have a couple other stories we want to talk about uh, related to scamming the music industry and uh, coming away with a good grift. Otherwise, we'll update you guys. <laughs> Stop calling that a grift. Next week on our good grift. A great a journalist, plan. journalistic experiment. That's, that's what we're sticking to. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week.